So hello everyone and welcome back to the Grad Live podcast. My name is Michelle and I will be the host for this week's episode. Today we are joined by a really interesting and exciting guest, Patrick Lynch. Patrick is the co-founder and CEO of a company called First Circle. Patrick, we are delighted to have you on today and welcome to the podcast. So to start off, um, Patrick, would you like to give us um, a bit of an overview about yourself? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So uh, my name is Patrick Lynch. Um, right now, I'm the co-founder and CEO of a business called First Circle. Uh, we're a financial technology company that provides small businesses in Southeast Asia with uh, financial services, uh, specifically access to credit um, and soon launching uh, the first digital bank for small businesses in Southeast Asia. Um, I studied in Trinity College, so just down the road from you, Michelle. Um, I, I graduated a long time ago, as you can probably see from, from <laughs> a few grey hairs back in 2012. Uh, after that, I, I had a two-year uh, stint at Morgan Stanley in, in London, um, and I lived in Asia for about five years. Um, I've been back between Ireland and UK because of covid um, but Asia was home before this. Really interesting. Um, and so what kind of jobs have you had since when you worked in um, Morgan Stanley? What kind of job were you working at? Um, I, I worked in sales and trading uh, on, a, um, uh, on an equity structured products desk. Um, that that sounds, sounds very big and complex, but basically um, trading of uh, financial instruments which investors use to hedge their, their various exposures. So kind of similar to what you're doing now, kind of a similar strand of work? Um, no, I wouldn't say so. I mean, um, so my two co-founders at, at First Circle um, and, and myself, uh, we all started our careers together at Morgan Stanley. We all had a variety of different jobs. Chris traded uh, European government bonds. Uh, Justin traded uh, index, uh, index options. Um, and I was in a... Uh, quite an esoteric uh, part of the bank, so um, very structured financing products. And um, yeah, I think what I learned in the bank was, you know, a, a degree of professionalism, kind of seeing how how hard people work, seeing um, the, you know, high standards in, in doing everything. Uh, you know, if you're going to do anything, you may as well do it right, um, which I think was a big step up from, from, from time in college, of course. Uh, but what I do now is I, I run a business, so it's my job is much more around uh, product development, so like building the things that people actually use, uh, recruitment, you know, HR, um, helping people to to you know to guide people through their work. Uh, there is a, some tenuous link, which is that it is also in finance, uh, but the actual day to day role is is couldn't be more different. different. I would say. Um, and kind of going into that, do you think um, leaving your old job and then kind of going out on your own, was that a challenge? Um, and how have you found it so far? Um, well, it was. It was definitely something I always wanted to do. I always wanted to run my own business. Um, and I, I uh, did a, a few entrepreneurial things in, in college, which uh, I think we'll touch on uh, uh, later on in the, in the podcast. Um, it was so whilst I always wanted to do it, I will never forget the day that I actually left my job and uh, we hadn't yet raised any seed funding. And so the, the experience of being completely free, 
on the one hand, completely responsible um, and uh, also with this kind of sense of, you know, well, you know, there is no kind of safety net now. It is all up to me. So I better get moving. Uh, was both very, um, um, yeah, ins- I suppose inspiring or very motivating. Um, and at the same time, uh, there was definitely a little bit of uh, it being daunting thrown in there as well. And was there a key moment that you decided to do that or was it kind of out of the blue, it kind of just came about? Um, that's a very good question. I think I always remember uh, when people would say, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I always said, I wanted to run my own business. And, and the question, of course, which came after that was, well, what's your idea? Um, <laughs> I think it, on, ref- on reflection, the idea is the very last part of the puzzle. Uh, mm-hmm. As soon as you have the idea, then you, the next thing you do is you start. So I think up until you have that idea or up until you think you're ready to go, then you are, it's all about preparing by either, you know, developing new skills or trying new things out, seeing what you like, um, you know, meeting smart people uh, and, and learning from, from, from those around you. Um, and I think that, you know, in hindsight, all of these things are a culmination to the point of actually starting something. But then also the reality is that if I look back on the, Uh, I can confirm that uh, he is very clueless and uh, thinks thinks he knows a lot more than he actually does. And I think that, uh, you know, building a business is a very humbling experience because you certainly do on on a very regular, I mean, daily basis, um, uh, get to see all the ways in which you actually don't understand what you're doing and all the ways in which you're actually wrong. And so... um, that's yeah, a part I think of the that, startup you know, I guess exactly. Yeah, and it comes back to yeah. the idea of life and like the idea of lifelong learning, right? So I think that, you know, obviously, you know, from, from where you are now, uh, having kind of come to the end of whatever it is, 14, uh, 16 years of, uh, of structured education, you know, mm. it has been all about learning. Um, and then when you go out into the, into the quote unquote, the real world, then, um, you know, More I exams. think certainly in terms of, well, more exams in your case, of course, because you're yeah. going to go and do the FE ones. But, yeah. but once you get into the workplace, I mean, I guess it is still all about learning, right? And, and yeah, uh, certainly, folks who who stay in jobs where where they're still outside their comfort zone and where they are learning uh, tend to be happiest because you know life is just all about uh, progression. I think, and, and, and yeah, learning and progression and the sense of progress. Um, I think it's a very good quote. I can't remember who it's by, but. It's basically tantamount to say that progress equals happiness. So if you have a feeling of progress, then you're going to be happy. And if you have a feeling of stasis, then even though you're in a, you may be in a great spot relative to what you thought five years ago or what your friends are or whatever, if there's no sense of progress, then um, yeah, then I think right. people exactly right. Yeah. Um, and kind of moving away from that, um, you touched on that, you know, you always kind of wanted to go off and do your own thing. Um, mm-hmm. So you studied Bess in Trinity and you were also involved in some societies. Um, do you want to touch on them and, and, you know, what they were and how you were involved? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess um, what would be most relevant for, uh, for the, your audience is, um, yeah, so in college, I would say I was not interested in the academic side of college. Uh, I found it to be you know, more of the same from, from secondary school, sit in a lecture, listen to these to these materials and somehow regurgitate it. Uh, although obviously with a little bit more uh, thought thought behind 
put behind it, not quite like the Leaving Cert, where it is really just a memory test. Um, but what I was really drawn to was um, the societies in college. And I think that actually, if I look back, college is, so both UCD and Trinity, I think this applies to, is actually quite uh, like a, a, a miniature city because you have, uh, you know, the students' union, which is that government, they set the rules and, uh, you know, everyone kind of even, even when they don't want to, has to listen to them. You've got the, the, the newspapers, which report certain uh, um, certain sides and, you know, kind of uh, reinforce certain narratives. You've got all the, the lectures, which is, I think, you know, the lectures and the academic side, it's probably the most similar to like a corporate job where you've got a very structured set of, you know, uh, rules of engagement and this is what you need to do in order to do well. Uh, and then you've got societies and societies, I would say, is more like the world of, uh, of entrepreneurship where there's a lot of competition, you know, between societies for different uh, um, um, attention of, of students or, you know, societies are constantly trying to reinvent themselves um, in order to, to expand and to, uh, to fulfill whatever ambitions the, yeah, exactly, and to fulfill mm -hmm. the ambitions of the, uh, of the group. And so that's what I was drawn to, I guess, in hindsight, that makes sense. Um, and uh, I was the president of what was then the Trinity Investor Society, and I'm not sure if it's still around, presumably it is, but I was very fortunate at that time to meet uh, a couple of very uh, ambitious and very, very smart guys, uh, Dan Bowman and, and Ben Kitchen and, and Connor O'Toole were the, the, the three others. Um, I was very much the junior of the group. I think I was maybe a couple of years younger than Ben and, and a year below both Dan and, uh, and, and Connor. Um, and yeah, at that time, they were uh, in the process of setting up uh, what's now uh, called um, Trinity Student Managed Fund, um, which is, a, uh, for those who, who don't know it, it's basically um, uh, yeah, a fund where, so the idea at the time was society receives funding from a corporate, they spend that on society events to grow the membership, and the corporate gets recruitment access. Um, and we had the idea at the time that we could, in fact, take that, that corporate funding, put it into an investable pool, and we could organize students around that pool, and they would have the benefit of actually making real decisions. And the students in, in this case, finance, but of course, you know, it's just making and organizational skills at the end of the day. And um, yeah, we had, you know, a battle at the start to get it through college, of course, because it's something new and it's students managing money. And of course, there's risk associated with that. But after about probably nine or 12 months, we were able to get the thing off the ground. And, uh, you know, since then, it's gone from, from strength to strength. Um, and I yeah, suppose what that really showed me was, is it, you, you, you're aware of it? Yeah, it's so successful at the moment. Um, I know that like some, some people I know are on it. And I know that like it's definitely one of the big societies in Trinity. So very impressive to have said that you were a part of you know setting that up and getting it started so well thank you I would say though that it was still quite small when I left college so yeah, I would, I would well. say a lot, lot of credit maybe the best part uh, of, of the exercise was actually recruiting the next uh, the future generations <laughs> who, who clearly took it to the next level one of which actually was my brother my brother John oh, was the CEO that's that was, so nice that was a that was a proud moment yeah um yeah. But I would say so, and I think what then that what that showed me is that it is possible to take something from nothing, um, take it from an idea and, and turn it into something. Uh, and if you have the right idea, then people be drawn to it. Um, and I suppose also then in hindsight, you know what what, what I was very very fortunate um, was that I met um, you know a couple of well, in this case three guys, but older 
very smart, very ambitious people um, who were then, you know, very um, uh, thoughtful in terms of how they brought me in and, and ultimately how then I was able to play, play a big role in, in, in taking that forward. Um, and I think ultimately, if I, if I reflect on building a company, that at, at the end of the day, it is those things. It is you know, starting from something and, uh, and having that, that vision to be able to say, this is what the future could look like. Um, mm-hmm. It is uh, pushing through the boundaries that, that naturally will occur. And I think most importantly, it is surrounding oneself with, with smart people, like-minded people, um, people with different perspectives, um, with the same, typically the same set of values. And then ultimately, that's what a, what a group looks like. And so I suppose what, what, what would be the, uh, you know, the learning for someone who's either leaving college now or in the, you know, the earlier stages of college, I think uh, the key thing I would say is just, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful time. There are no responsibilities um, and it's a great chance to, uh, to learn more about yourself by trying new things. Um, you know, some people will like, um, different aspects of, of, of being in a society or being in college. And I think it's really important to, to try and find out what that is because you know, up until now, there haven't, haven't been those opportunities. Um, I think it's a great chance also to push yourself outside your comfort zone um, because you, know, you clearly don't have the, um, uh, you know, it's easy to coast, I think, but, but, but now's the chance to, uh, uh, to learn again about, about doing something new. And the only way to do that is to, is to experiment and, you know, part of the experiment, experimentation process is failure. So being comfortable with trying something, not everything is going to work. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, for would, example, I would, in college, I, I tr- go ahead, sorry. Sorry, no, I would completely agree with the, the societies and um, I'm just doing something different in college because it's so easy to just go through college, you know, and do your course and then kind of get on yeah. with it. But I think people don't appreciate like the opportunities exactly, yeah. you can actually, you know, get while you're in college. And like, just the new p- the people you can meet and like the actual you know work you can do while still in college and just like even during the week the um society hosted a, a talk and there was like two CEOs and um one of a partner from one of the big four and like just listening to them speak hearing about like what they've done and like chatting to people on the call it's just so beneficial to learn about those kind of things while you're in college like exactly. you know, before you've even gotten a job um and I think when you're in first and second year it's so easy to be like oh that's so far away, you know, why would I be interested in that now? But I think it's just so beneficial to learn about all those like key life skills while you're in college, because then when you leave college, you have all of them and you can kind of use them and throughout your career. So definitely, and to anyone in college, join a society. I think that's a, it's a very good piece of advice. I, I would say that you certainly don't leave with, with all of the life skills. There's, there's a lot more to, oh, yeah. <laughs> to, uh, to come afterwards, sure. but but uh, uh, enough to, uh, uh, yeah, certainly lots of new experiences and obviously very different from, from, from school days. Um, and I think also the great thing about college is that you get to meet lots of uh, new and interesting people who have different, come from different backgrounds or have different perspectives. Um, and, and I think, you know, it's very easy to, particularly if, you, if you're from Dublin, uh, like, like you and I, to, to kind of go through college and to spend almost your time to, to meet people who come from all different walks of life with all different perspectives um and ultimately that's what the world is like if anyone you know if, if you move anywhere else in the world uh, or even you go into you know to uh, a, a corporate job anywhere you know clearly people are going to have different ideas they're going to be from different backgrounds and so um you know the more you can do that in college i think the better and um, really interesting 
Um, and then I know you did an internship while in college. Um, do you want to talk about this and maybe if you'd recommend it um, and kind of like the benefits that you got from it? Yeah, I thought, I mean, it, for me, the internship was um, one of the best experiences of my life. I mean, I mean, ultimately, as I mentioned earlier in the uh, in the call, you know, my two co-founders at First Circle are two guys that I met doing the internship. And, um, you know, I think that it was definitely a big step up from a, uh, in terms of, you know, seeing the standards that, that um, or how competitive I think ultimately uh, the, the real world is. You know, there were folks from all different universities across Europe um, getting into the program myself was competitive enough, but then you get there and, you know, really, really smart guys and girls from, from Germany, from Spain, France, from Italy, from the UK, of course, uh, from, from Asia, who were um, mostly studying in, in, you know, the London schools, like London School of Economics and UCL. Um, and it was, um, yeah, it was a very, very eye-opening experience because I think, um, again, you can only see a small section of the world when you're in college and particularly if it's in your hometown. Um, and so that was wonderful. And I guess then also the big benefit was going back into finally or having because the internship is after third year of a four-year course. Um, and so going back into final year and having a job um, made final year just much more enjoyable. Yeah, 100% definitely made it easier to go by. Um, and then what would you say was your biggest challenge in your career so far? I would say COVID. COVID, COVID. was very bad for business for us. Okay. Um, so um, navigating, navigating a, a business on the other side of the world through a pandemic uh, in an emerging uh, emerging market um, was was very difficult. And do you think it's gotten better coming out of COVID? Can you definitely see kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, well, definitely. Right now, things are looking very good. Um, okay, you know the famous good. phrase that 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 which uh, that which doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So okay, yeah. we're definitely coming out coming out much much stronger for it. Um, and then just finally, um, what kind of advice would you give to your younger self before leaving college? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I think maybe the things that we've, we've, we've touched on. So number one, um, you know, meet lots of interesting new people and, and don't, you know, surround kind of, um, yeah, branch out, branch out and, and um, meet lots of interesting people with different perspectives because that's what the world is like. Uh, second of all would be, uh, you know, try lots of new things because, anything that has been experienced until the age of 18 or 20 is going to be a very su small subsection of what's possible to, to try and to experience. And so, you know, you, you don't know what you, what you're going to like and not like until you try it. Um, and then probably the third thing would be, uh, be willing to be outside of your comfort zone and be willing to be wrong. Um, and realize that, you know, to find the thing that you really like doing probably involves, doing and trying lots of things that you didn't like so you just got to be willing to uh to go through some some hardship in order to find the uh, light at the end of the uh of the tunnel mm. um well i think that's very inspirational patrick um really enjoyed that and um, we might leave it there for today uh, but thank you so much for coming on to talk to us i definitely think that um a lot of people will find this so interesting um and thank you again well i hope that was helpful thank you very much michelle for having me on thanks patrick and um.